All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Donor Den. It's been a little bit while since I updated everybody on the UFC fights and uploaded a new podcast, but we are back. It's the beginning of the new year. We have the first card of the UFC this year. Um, I just want to talk about uh, mostly this card, but, you know, a little bit of personal stuff, you know. I've been streaming a bunch over on uh, Twitch now. We have switched over twitch.tv slash thc donor a bunch of us moved over there if you want to come support over there most of you probably already are because you guys are amazing and i love you um sorry for the hiatus i was supposed to have a breakdown of the mandalorian i did with my friend but he has the audio and he isn't the best at getting me back my shit when i ask him in a timely manner but it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay maybe that'll come out maybe it won't um i don't know if i'm gonna release it after him taking so long uh this is gonna give people a chance to finish it who haven't finished that show just in case they didn't want to listen to it because there are a shit ton of spoilers in it but we'll see what happens um but back to the card it's a really good card like it's it's not anything that's going to be great for for casuals it's only got two big names really on it i guess three but if you're uh if you're a diehard fan like me or some of the other people uh this is definitely a card that you want to watch it's a it's going to be a great one so we're going to kick it off just talking about the prelim card. I usually don't like to talk about the early prelim unless there's somebody really good on there that I want to let you guys know about for betting purposes or just to fill you in on an up-and-comer. Nobody that I really want to talk about. Uh, the first fight that we have on the prelim card for UFC 246, the very first card of the year, is Drew Dober and uh, Nasrit. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name. I'm going to butcher it. Hak, Hak Parast. I guess I will try it. Uh, he's a German mixed martial artist. I don't think I've ever really heard of him, but Drew Dober's good. Uh, he was also over in Bellator. That's where, like, I originally heard him, uh, or, like, watched, like, watched him fight. It was, like, way back in the day, though. It was only, like, one fight, I think, that he had in Bellator. Yeah, it looks like one fight in Bellator. Um, but he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Like, he's not anything crazy, but he's got some good wins. He beat Frank Camacho, who's definitely a really good fighter, um, nothing nothing too crazy he won his last fight so we'll see how this goes this time um he's mostly like a stand-up fighter but uh he can throw he can throw some submissions in there but it doesn't he doesn't i don't know he's nothing nothing that's gonna blow your hair back he is a good fighter though he's entertaining to watch for sure now we got tim elliott against somebody i don't even know askar askarov askar askarov probably i don't know i would guess a russian those russians are uh very difficult to pinpoint their names i'm really bad with names anyway um tim elliott's good fighter he lost his last one i believe let me check yeah he went back down to flyweight and he lost his last one against figueredo who um is fighting for the title next so that's nothing to hang your hat on like that guy is fighting joey benavidez for the fight next or for the flyweight title next but um yeah, he's he's uh, been on and off in his last ones, but I mean, he's fighting the best of the best. He's fighting. He lost to D- Demetrius Johnson, which is, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. Uh, and then he beat Smolka, who's a good dude. Lost to uh, Naimim, however you pronounce that. I'm so bad with names. I should probably get better if I'm going to do a podcast on MMA fighters. But it's kind of funny when I butcher the names. Um, 
Next, we got uh, Andre Feely and Sadiq Youssef. All right, so this is where you guys might start recognizing some names. Andre Feely, he's got the nickname Andre Touchy Feely. It's one of the best nicknames in the game. It's hilarious. And then Sadiq Youssef. Uh, Sadiq Youssef is a little fucking tank. That dude's a beast. Um, uh, he's another one of those Nigerian fighters like Kamaru Usman, who is the 170-pound welterweight title holder who just beat uh, Colby Covington not too long ago. But uh, Andre Feely versus Sadiq Yusuf. Andre Feely, he's obviously more of a stand-up fighter. He's going to want to stand and bang. Same with Sadiq Yusuf. Except for, I think Sadiq is probably more well-rounded, I would say. Uh, but he, he's definitely going to try to stand and bang as well. I'm going to go Sadiq Yusuf. Like, he, he comes out of the gates flying and just hammers. I think he's going to get it done in one, maybe two. I'd say in the fir- within the first two, most likely the first. Uh, next, we have Roxanne Modafferi. She's who's she's a decent fighter. She's a decent fighter. She fought on the Ultimate, uh, the Ultimate Fighter. That's how we were introduced to her. She lost in the finale. She wasn't even supposed to fight in the finale. Um, I can't remember who it was that was supposed to fight uh, Nico Montano. It was um, Sajar. Sajar Eubanks, that's who it was, uh, but she got hurt, and so Roxanne Modafferi fought, she lost, but she's been on and off, uh, in her past few fights, she's, she's a pretty good grappler, if I remember correctly, uh, so we'll see how this goes, she beat, uh, the Shevchenko sister, which is honestly surprising, but her sister, like, Valentina is, is the beast in the, of the two sisters, let's be honest, uh, against Macy Barber, who is, the phenom in in the in the female flyweight division she's uh she's apparently going to train with ben askren to help with her grappling because she already has pretty good stand-up but we'll see how it how this one goes i think she's like a minus 1000 favorite so if you have like five or ten twenty bucks that you want to throw down on roxanne just in case she wins by a fluke you never really know um you could get some good money back, <clears throat> but most likely Macy Barber is going to run through her. Uh, that's the headliner on the prelim cards. Those are all free on ESPN if you have ESPN. Uh, for the main card that you're going to have to buy, uh, buy, because <laughs> no one really buys them anymore. They all stream them. I, I don't. I am an upstanding citizen of the United States and I pay for every single UFC pay-per-view card that I watch I don't know if you could hear me wink right there I had something in my eye <laughs> um, next uh, on the, for the to lead the main card which is a really good card but it's not going to blow your hair back like if you're uh, if you're not a not knee deep into the into the game, into the UFC game, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, no, uh, it's Anthony Pettis versus Carlos Diego Ferreira, and Carlos Diego is not really known, but he's good, he's a good fighter, he's only lost two, um, that was early in his UFC run, uh, he's on a five fight win streak, I believe, which is like one of the highest in the, uh, uh, 55 division at the moment, so he's got a pretty good, pretty good little run going, but he's not really beating anybody that you, that, he lost to Dustin Poirier. Like, he got knocked out by Poirier. And Poirier is the top of the top. So, he's fighting Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis, obviously, is uh, the Wheaties boy. He was on the Wheaties box. He's a really good fighter. Got amazing ground game. 
wicked taekwondo kicks. La- uh, lost his last fight against Nate Diaz, but knocked out Stephen Thompson and had that war with Tony Ferguson before that. He lost to Ferguson, but it was a great fight. Uh, knocked down Ferguson a couple of times. It was close, but Ferguson won because he broke his hand. Uh, Anthony Pettis broke his hand and couldn't come out for the third round. I think Anthony Pettis will probably take it. Uh, probably either it'll be a second round finish. He might catch him in a submission. He's got really good submissions off of his back, but I think he's gonna catch him with something, something flashy, something Showtime. That's why his nickname is Showtime. I think he's gonna light this kid up. Second round TKO or KO. Uh, next we have Claudia Gadeja. She's a Portuguese. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. Uh, and then Alexa Grasso, uh, a Mexican fighter, and both of them are very attractive. Well, but like like for, like for MMA fighters, you know what I'm saying? Like they're attractive, definitely. Uh, they're not like super hot, but I mean, I, I Claudia Gadeja is pretty hot. She's pretty 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 attractive. But aside from that, they are very good fighters, and some of my favorite fighters in the division. They are really good. Uh, Claudia has fought for the title a couple of times, if I remember correctly, uh, but she lost both of them. Uh, she's a, they were one. I think they might have actually both been against uh, Joanna Jacek, but. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Yeah, I think they were... No, no, no. She did lose to Joanna twice, but only one of them was for for the title. Okay. But she's uh, 50-50 in her last four. We'll see how it goes. I like Claudia Gadeja a lot. She's a, she's a great fighter. But I like Alexa Grasso a lot as well. That's a tough one. Alexa's on a, on a, on a run, though. Uh... Oh, wait, no, she just lost to Carla. I forgot about that. She was, because she she beat the hell out of Carolina, and then I forgot she lost to Carla. So, actually, these guys are both a little bit on and off. Uh, I want I want Claudia to win, but I think Alexa might. If you're going to bet, I would bet Alexa, but I, I'm thinking Claudia. I think Claudia. I think it's even money anyway, so you shouldn't be betting on that fight. Um, yeah, I want Claudia to win. Please, Claudia, win. Please. No, it doesn't matter. Either way, it'll be a good fight, I believe. That's all we really care about, right? And then next up, we got Alexi Olenek. This dude, this motherfucker, with the crazy submissions. He, he can submit people while they're mounted on top of him against Maurice Green. I'm not really 100% too sure who Maurice Green is. He's just probably just some up-and-comer. I'm trying to see what's going to happen with uh, with him by throwing him to somebody like Alexi Olenek, who has amazing grappling. He hits people with this fucking submission. This Ezekiel choke. It's hard to explain. But if you guys know what the mount position is, that's when somebody is sitting on your chest. Like their waist is sitting is on your chest. And he's on the bottom with a guy like that mounted on top. A, a heavyweight, which is like two upwards of 265 pounds on weigh-in. Some people cut from like 270, 280, and which is insane. So there's people pushing 280. And he's choking them with them on top of him. And he's just choking them out with an Ezekiel choke. So they're on top. And he has his arms wrapped around their neck. And he puts his arm or his hand on his shoulder. And he squeezes down. And he squeezes down. And he cuts off that circulation on the jugular. It's insane. The way that he does it is absolutely beautiful. But he's lost his last two fights. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But... 
I think he can. I think he's gonna tap out this dude. If Maurice, if he gets to the ground, Maurice is over. Alexi's gonna snatch that neck, one way or another. But yeah, I'd say Alexi Olnick wins. And then next we got Holly Holm and Raquel Pennington. I love Holly Holm. Uh, hometown girl. She's one of my favorites, obviously. I'm from Albuquerque, and she's fight. She fights out of here since her boxing days. So. I'm gonna, and she already fought Raquel Pennington before, um, so I'm, I think she's gonna win again. I don't think she's gonna lose. She's a beast. She she beats these kinds of girls. But last time it was close. But I think she's gonna, I think she's gonna play it a lot different. She's gotta stay on the outside. She can't make it a bull bulldog fight because if you fight fight like that with Raquel, like she's she just wants to be in your face the entire time, just punching constantly a lot of pressure so you gotta be careful with that uh Raquel Pennington is definitely not somebody you can take lightly but I think Holly Holm is gonna win like let's see yeah she's she's lost three two out of her last three Raquel Pennington and Holly Holm I think it's one like two in a row no 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 she lost she lost uh to Amanda but she beat Megan Anderson which was a good fight all right we'll see what happens I think Holly Holm by Decision. I don't think she finishes Raquel Pennington. That's very difficult to do. Um, and then we got Conor McGregor and Donald Cerrone. The main event. This is what people have been calling for for so long. Including myself, because we all think that Donald Cerrone deserves a big payday like this. You know he's getting paid for this fight. Getting paid. And uh, he deserves it. He's been fighting in the UFC and WEC forever. He's always been one of my favorite fighters, and he's a beast. He's a beast. He only loses to the cream of the crop. Like, this guy, this guy doesn't lose to anybody else. He only loses to the best fighters in the world. That being said, Connor is one of the best fighters in the world. But Connor also hasn't won a fight in like three years. All of that normal stuff that people have been saying. Uh, he hasn't won a fight since what? He beat Elver- Eddie Alvarez 2016. Three, three, three years and some change ago. Um, but he is a really good fighter. He's a great fighter. Uh, apparently, he's been working on a lot of new footwork. He's been... Uh, training a lot harder apparently he's in the best shape of his life Conor McGregor but we'll see we'll see if he can do what he does in the first round because I think that's the only really chance I don't think he's gonna outpoint uh Cowboy Cerrone especially in the later rounds like he's Conor Conor isn't as good at point fighting a five round fight as Cowboy Cerrone is. He did that to like he picked apart Ally Quinta for five rounds. That was a great fight. He uh, lost to Leon Edwards in a five round fight but I mean, come on. Leon Edwards is really good and he's like a true welterweight. Like this is a little bit different. Um, but I think Cowboy uh, has the better cardio especially at 170 because he's a little bit more used to being bigger like that. Uh, the main thing that Cowboy really needs to do, in my opinion, to secure a win, he's got to utilize his grappling. He doesn't even necessarily need to take Connor down. He just needs to utilize like his Muay Thai and uh, and not keep it in at bay. Because oddly enough, Connor, I believe, does have a lo- uh, longer reach by about two inches 
than uh, Cowboy does, but Cowboy stands taller. Uh, Connor has that more karate stance, and so he his his reach is more about zigging in and out, while uh, Cowboy's reach is taller because he has the Muay Thai stance, and uh, and I believe he is actually taller than Connor. So the way that he stands and the fact that he is just naturally taller than Connor, he's going to be able to utilize his reach better, I believe. Uh, but again, Connor comes like a bat out of hell in that first round, so you have to be really careful when fighting him in that first round. So if Cowboy can weather the storm that is Connor McGregor in that first round, uh, I do believe it becomes more in his favor. Uh, a lot of people don't want to bet against Connor, but Cowboy's from here. I'm a Burke boy, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't, I cannot bet on my boy. So you gotta go Cowboy. Um, Cowboy, I think Cowboy could even finish him with a good head kick because of the way that Connor circles, uh, Connor circles to his left and to his right a lot, and Cowboy likes to finish up his combos, his long combos. He'll throw three, four punches and then end it with a high kick, and he can do that and knock people out from either side. He's done it with his left and his right high kick after a long combo. So I do believe he can catch him with one of those, and in my if it was if it, the perfect scenario for me, Cowboy catches him with a high kick, round four, and whomps him. Whomps him. KOs him. But we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a great fight, no matter what. No matter what. Um, this is obviously going to be a shorter podcast because I don't really have anything to review uh, previously, so we're just gonna re- uh, like preview the upcoming card, as I just did. Um, but yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, I've been really appreciating all the support that I've been having on Twitch. Uh, we've been doing really well over there. Uh, I really would like to thank Blackis and Amali and Slaya and Decaf and Roland and everyone who's uh, supported the stream moving over to Twitch and uh, making us feel comfortable over there. Mac, Mac always, oh, Mac, what's up, brother? Uh, y'all the best. I appreciate everybody. Uh, much love, much love. That will be the end of the episode. Bye.